In a global industry where anything can happen, where mistakes cost much more than dollars, we bring you expertise from around the world to ensure that everyone goes home safe every day. The internationally acclaimed Oil & Gas HSE podcast starts now with your host, Russell Stewart. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. And as always, thanks to our sponsor, Knowledge Van, the leader in human performance improvement training and technologies. If you want the most advanced safety technology adapted from the human performance principles of the nuclear and aviation industries, then Knowledge Van is error reduction that works. Learn more at knowledgevine.com. Today, my guest on the show is Mr. John Sainer. John, did I say that right? You got it right. All right. John, you are the director of CI at Halliburton, right? That's correct. Okay. So I'm going to admit to my audience my ignorance here. Some will uh, laugh at me, but I suspect there's other people in the same boat as I am. I met you at the uh, Operational Excellence in Oil and Gas, I think was the title of the conference, and this is back in November. And I've been trying that long to get you on the show. Right, that. right. <laughs> so when I say, John, I really appreciate you coming on the show today, I really do mean that because I've been trying to get you on for six months now. But you were one of the speakers at this conference, and I was looking at the agenda, and so you were going to talk about CI, and I didn't even know what CI is. We have people come on the show all the time. They use all kinds of acronyms. I always have to stop them saying, wait a minute, you got to explain that acronym. So CI is? Continuous improvement. Continuous improvement. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about today is continuous improvement and how that relates to health and safety. John, you've been with Halliburton for 20 years? 20 years. Yeah. Actually, it'll be 21 here this summer. I came in right out of school. At I started to say, I mean, people don't have the uh, video on this, but I'm sitting here at, we're at Halliburton's headquarters here in Houston, Texas, and I'm looking at you and, and I'm saying, you had to have come right out of school if you've been here for 21 years. Well, good clean living, I guess, is what they would say. But my wife might have a different comment on that before I had this gray hair and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 20 years, came in right out of Purdue University. I'm a proud Boilermaker. Yeah, now this is heard in over 100. 34 countries. So what's a Boilermaker? Well, there's two definitions. Give us the clean one. Uh, yeah, because one's a cocktail. <laughs> the other is, yeah, the reason we're named Boilermakers at Purdue is the buildings up there are heated by steam back in the old days. So you would see the steam coming up out of the buildings in the campus. And so one of the news reporters one time called us Boilermakers and it stuck. So that's kind of the history of that. But yeah, that's up in Indiana. That's where I grew up is in Indiana. So you're from Indiana. I'm from Indiana okay. originally. And then, like I said, when I graduated school, moved down to Texas and have been in Texas ever since. And so you mentioned your wife. So you're married. Married coming up on eight years. We have two daughters, six years old and four years old. And they obviously keep us running like crazy. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I guess, what, did you meet a good Texas girl? Actually, she's from Mexico, but she's actually a fellow Halliburton employee as well. So combined, our family has nearly 40 years of Halliburton experience. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You definitely are in the Halliburton family. Well, as I mentioned, John, the reason I wanted to have you on the show, because I met you at this conference, you were a speaker on CI, and I didn't even know what CI was. So what is CI? I mean, what is continuous improvement? Yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting, because even in Halliburton, we ask ourselves this question a lot, too. Because the truth is, it's a wide umbrella. CI can be a lot of things, kind of depending on where you're focused. So at Halliburton, we define it as how we change the way we work to remove waste from our processes to maximize value for ourselves and for our customers. That's ultimately what we're shooting for, is to really simplify our processes to make them easier for our own people, but then ultimately deliver that value to our customers in a more efficient way. 
to make it really simple, it's how we get better, right? <laughs> I mean, that, if I boil it down, it's how we get better. Well, speaking of getting better, one of the things that makes this podcast a better podcast is the quality of guests that we get on the show. Those who listen to my show regularly know I have this saying that says, he who tooteth not his own horn may never hear his own horn tooted. So we don't mind tooting our own horn, and we don't mind tooting the horns of our guests either. And to have a quality guest like you from a quality company like Halliburton, because I know Halliburton has, I think, what they call five corporate mainstays. Is that right? Correct. And this is a test, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly right. So we have five corporate mainstays that really how we say that is, these are the things we need to do every day for us to execute on our value proposition, right? And these are things like our business acquisition process. It's how we listen and respond to our customers. It's our service quality processes. It's our technology acquisition process, and then it's continuous improvement. So if we do those five things continuously, we know we're going to deliver on our value proposition and be successful for our customers. So CI is one of those. And these mainstays were named about seven or eight years ago. And I'm really proud that CI is one of them because it really tells me personally, but tells our company that this is meaningful to us. This is how we are going to survive and thrive as a company, right? We're going to continually challenge ourselves to get better and find ways to do things better for ourselves and for the industry. And that's how you contribute to health and safety. Yeah, so that's really where, you know, sometimes this comes into play is, you know, we've made a lot of changes over the years with CI, because really what we say is CI is a pathway for our employees to challenge our existing processes, right? It's a way we can challenge and say, hey, this is the status quo. We've been doing it this way a long time, but how can we do it better? How can we do it different? You know, maybe things have changed. Technologies have changed. Customers are pulling us in a different way. This gives us a pathway to challenge, but it's very clear to Halliburton. It's not a license to shortcut processes. You know, we, of course, are going to analyze and use management of change. We're going to analyze the risks to make sure that we're not introducing anything new or, you know, higher risk to our customers or to our own people. So that's very important to us to make sure that we're kind of keeping those things in balance. So this term CI, is that unique to Halliburton or is there a history behind this or yes. in other industries? Right. CI really goes back a long, long ways and really kind of it got its birth in manufacturing, kind of called lean manufacturing. And you hear this very commonly associated with automotive companies in the early days. It's really kind of responsible for how cars were able to become widely accessible, widely affordable to the masses was because of their lean manufacturing processes, right? They were able to do things like assembly lines, pull the product through the manufacturing process, link it all the way back up through their supply chain, minimize inventories, keep everything flowing in a nice, easy path, but also engineer the processes so that they were easy for people to actually work on and be repetitive in a way that's going to keep them safe. So that's kind of started with automotive, but now you fast forward 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, CI is used in all different industries, healthcare, retail, banking, oil and gas, even small business, right? And even governmental entities are using some version of CI to try to make their processes simpler, more streamlined, and easier for their people. And so Halliburton started this, you said, what, seven or eight years ago? Yeah. So, you know, Halliburton's obviously a big company. So our manufacturing group has actually been working on Lean Six Sigma, which is part of our continuous improvement umbrella, for about 20 years, 20 years or so. So it's been kind of baked into manufacturing over the years. But the company has now recognized it, yeah, seven or eight years ago as a corporate mainstay to extend it to all of our operations. And again, it's something we believe everybody can be utilizing every day to be successful in how we execute. 
Okay, so what are some examples of CI at Halliburton? Yeah, good question. So, you know, again, very proud that over the years we've been able to extend this now to really around the world for us at Halliburton. And if I think about North America, you know, North America for Halliburton is kind of synonymous with frack, right? It's a big part of our business. And there's just no other way to say it, but our efficiency in North America has dramatically improved over the last five to 10 years. Now, a big portion of that has to do with technology. New technology has come into the market. Halliburton's been a leader in that, introducing a lot of new technologies out there to make things more efficient. But the way I always say it is, you can't just go drop a new toy out there in the field and get all the value out of it. It doesn't work that way. As we re-engineer the technology, we also have to re-engineer the people processes right, to make sure we extract every ounce of value out of that new technology, but also out of our people to make sure we get the benefit that we're looking for, for ourselves and our customers. So that's really been a huge player in North America and driving our efficiency and our utilization of our frack crews across North America. When I look at it globally, you know, some of our drilling PSLs, which is our product lines, and really all of our businesses around the world, asset utilization, equipment efficiency is critical right? Moving equipment from one location to the next country and all that to make sure we're getting equipment, you know, into the best scenario for us and best scenarios for our customer is, is critical. So we're always looking at how do we get tools through our maintenance processes more efficiently? Can we do things with logistics to get tools from one place to the next in a more efficient manner? All of that is under CI, right? We use different tools to analyze those processes and find where the waste is, where the non-value-add steps are, to pull those out wherever we can to make those steps more efficient. And then the last one I'll touch on, back to manufacturing, like we mentioned, they've kind of got the longest standing, let's say, foothold with CI at Halliburton. Where they are now is they're definitely our most mature part of our organization as far as utilizing CI, meaning it's baked into everything they do. Their annual strategy sessions, their leadership teams, all the way down to their frontline employees, everybody's aware of what their CI initiatives are. And one thing they're doing that's really, really um, impactful is a method they call E4. And that's every employee engaged every day, right? So four E's. And what they're doing is they're looking for these bite-sized wins that the shop floor employees are identifying and taking action by themselves to make improvements. And that's really engaging their entire workforce to be driving those kind of improvements. And by driving those kinds of improvements and efficiencies, that just contributes to safety in a huge way, right? For sure. I mean, of course, there's cost benefits and there's efficiency benefits, lead time reductions, all that. But no doubt we are seeing an improvement from safety and quality as well. Because the fact of the matter is when you're engaging the people to be thinking about their processes in a different way, they're coming up with ideas of how to make it more efficient, but also how to make it safer. Hey, maybe if I had a better fixture here or a different tooling here, you know, I could reduce the repetitive nature of this or get it up at working height versus having to stoop down, right? These kinds of things. I mean, the fact is, We've had lots of examples where I call it the trifecta. If we can get a green check mark next to, hey, we've improved safety, we've improved quality, and we've improved efficiency, all with one improvement, that's the holy grail, right? And we've seen a lot of those now, which really shows that these three things that are so core and important to Halliburton can work in harmony and all work together to make us better. And actually, this continuous improvement section or division or whatever you want to call it is actually inside Halliburton's HSE, right? That's correct. Yeah, I report to our senior vice president of HSE and service quality, and she's our chief uh, health and safety officer as well. So yeah, it's core to us. We believe it helps us in safety and quality because it, again, it allows us to continue to challenge our process. I mean, again, we're a process-oriented, process execution company, but we also need to challenge that and continue to make those processes better 
over time. So that's why the CI element definitely dovetails very well into that organization. And so you guys use some kind of system, management of change, risk assessment tools. What's the process? How does this work? You know, as our teams do identify things they want to improve or make changes on, we want to utilize the MOC tool to make sure that we're analyzing those processes to make sure. Because, you know, if you make a change in one part of the process, there's a good chance it's going to impact other parts of that process upstream or downstream. So we use MOC to evaluate that to make sure we're not causing other people harm in the process. Hold on. You threw in an acronym there. You said you, we use MOC? Yeah, Management, management of Change. Of change. Yep. Okay, all right. Yeah, we use Management of Change to make sure that we're evaluating those processes to make sure we're not putting somebody else at a disadvantage because we're optimizing a different part of the process. And then we definitely use risk assessment from a safety and quality standpoint to analyze the risks. Because anytime you change a process, you could introduce new risk. Right. Or at least the risk could be different. Maybe it's not new or additional, but it just could be different. So we want to make sure we're understanding that as well to make sure, again, we're not putting our people or our process or our customers at any additional risk from either a safety viewpoint or a quality service quality standpoint. So take me through a process. So you wake up in the morning and what's on your to-do list? Yeah, I'm fortunate. I'm in one of those jobs where every day can literally be different. Right. <laughs> and, and I love that. I love that about my role because in CI, we always say we can use CI in the tool set anywhere, anywhere in the company, right? And as I mentioned before, it's in all these different industries. The reason that is, is because the concepts apply everywhere. The truth is every one of our processes in Halliburton, in any other company, in your household, they all have waste in it. You're taking extra steps. You're moving things more often than you need to. There's defects, right? These are all wastes in the process that if we can remove those things and find ways to minimize those, it's going to make us more efficient. So, my day every day is waking up is to see what can I be doing to support our product lines and our businesses to help them eliminate those wastes on the targeted areas that they've identified. So the way we do it at Halliburton is every year during our annual strategy cycle, we identify a couple of key focus areas by product line that we then want to focus the organization on to get everybody geared toward, let's go find ways to remove waste out of these processes. Like I mentioned, could be maintenance, right? The maintenance cycle, could be how we turn our assets around, could be on how we train our people, right? Could be anything. So depending on what the product lines have identified, that's where we put our focus. Well, that's very interesting. I'm really fascinated by this CI concept. So going forward, what's the future of CI look like at Halliburton? And where does it fit in the industry? You know, I think at Halliburton, again, as I mentioned, it's one of our corporate mainstays. So it's locked in at Halliburton, according to, right? I mean, I think all the way from our most senior executives all the way down to the you know brand new employees starting today, they're learning about CI. We're taking big steps every year on how we embed it deeper into our organization. Like I mentioned, right, we're embedding it into our annual strategy cycles. We're embedding it into our scorecards and our dashboards, how we measure ourselves, how we hold ourselves accountable. All of that is kind of part of the CI umbrella that we're looking at to make sure that we're constantly moving the organization forward. That is really built into Halliburton and how we are going to improve. It's one of the levers we can use, right, to continue to get better, drive better returns and margins and profitability for us, but also how we can deliver better for our customers. So it's one of those tools. But as I mentioned, you know, CI is critical to us, but we will only drive CI at the speed of safety and quality, right? We don't want to overshoot safety and quality. We will always make sure those are priority. Number one is making sure that those things are taken care of. And as we can get more efficient from there, we definitely will. And I think in the industry as a whole, you know, we're definitely seeing some customers ask more about CI and pull on it, 
which is good and exciting because it gives us an opportunity to collaborate in a different way with our customers using some of these tools where we can identify the waste that is there and the inefficiencies at the interaction point between customer and us as their supplier. So those are opportunities for us as well that we'll continue to leverage as well. And one other piece here is, you know, I mentioned technology earlier. Of course, a part of Halliburton is to deliver new technologies for our product lines, but there's also new technologies we can leverage as part of CI, which are things like data analytics, artificial intelligence, machine learning. You know, we want to be utilizing these tools as well to make us smarter with our data so that then we can go target the biggest impact opportunities. That's very interesting. Well, John, again, it took me six months to get you to sit down here because you are a busy fellow. <laughs> and you travel all over the country, right? Yeah, yeah, actually a little bit all over the world. I mean, we do go try to support our businesses wherever they need the support. We kind of call ourselves a poll organization, right? So where our product lines or where our regions or our countries are asking for support, we'll go help them. Because we really believe in teaching our people how to fish. When it comes to CI, we want them to know how to do it so they can continually do it on a routine basis and just keep making their processes better and make it better for their people to be a safer work environment, more streamlined work environment, and ultimately better for our customers as well. Well, there you go, folks. You can learn from a company like Big Red, right? Absolutely. Well, appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks to Halliburton for facilitating this. And again, thanks to all of you out there for listening. Please tell your friends to listen. Post us on LinkedIn and your other social media. Leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or the review link that's in the show notes. And please tune in again next week for another episode of Knowledge Vine's Oil & Gas HSE podcast, production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Knowledge Vine is your dependable partner for full-service human performance and safety consulting, committed to reducing the frequency and severity of workplace errors by helping organizations leverage technology to easily create a sustainable safety culture. Knowledge Vine is the evolution of human performance. Discover more by finding in the show notes the website information and other contact info. You can always reach out to me on LinkedIn for any show suggestions on topics or guests, or if you're looking for a speaker, and we'll see you next time. Tune in next week for another engaging episode of the Oil & Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.